everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Today's episode, I'm speaking with Robert Fenton, the founder and CEO at Qualio. Robert, how are you? Hey, Jared. Um, I'm doing really great. Thanks for inviting me on today. Absolutely. I'm excited for us to, to chat. We'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kick things right, right off with uh, if you can give us a little bit about your background and then we'll talk about Qualio. Yeah, I'll be brief in my background because Qualio is, is more interesting. But uh, for those of you who can't tell by my accent, I grew up uh, born, grew up in Ireland uh, before venturing out here to the Bay Area. Um, growing up, always loved science and technology and, and, and the intersection between both those fields I always thought was, was really fascinating. I followed that into chemistry and, and representing Ireland internationally in chemistry the summer before going to university where I, I followed that again into studying pharmacy. Uh, lo and behold, after studying pharmacy for five years, I, I practiced for about five months before I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. But thankfully, I had the luck of being an intern in like Pfizer in, in Ireland where they were making um, Atravastatin, which is known as Lipitor. It was the biggest drug in the world in the mid 2000s. And in that role, I had the, the job of being the human computer interface between the quality team and tools and, and sorry, between the quality team and the tools and technologies they depended on. So that intern job was actually incredible, incredibly important learning moment for me to see how companies you know, with enormous amounts of resources and capital building the, the drugs that are responsible for saving and extending so many hundreds of millions of lives that in doing what they do, it's still incredibly difficult to deliver on this fundamental promise of quality that, that these companies make. And just like the doctor taking the Hippocratic oath, a lot of that really boils down to at first do no harm. And, and in life sciences, these companies make a co-equal promise. However, they barely survive in terms of getting by and delivering on that because of how it's managed today. And that was really the, the first insight that over a period of a few years led to me starting Qualio. It was the insight of it, it shouldn't be that difficult. Um, in, in the world we're in today where companies are, particularly in healthcare, are starting to appreciate the power of speed and the velocity matters. Um, business velocity and product quality shouldn't be opposing forces, right? And you need to get both. And that was really the principle that kind of started us along this journey of the first day. Interesting. Yeah, that's a unique opportunity you found yourself in being uh, an intern at, at Pfizer. Um, yeah. You never know how the dots will connect, right? In all of our backgrounds, it's, it's you never know. So it's always good to be open. Yeah. Interesting. What's interesting also to me is how you have like, zero Irish accent. So I don't know what happened or, or I, it's, uh, I've never, you can hear a little bit, but it's so like, um, yeah, yeah that's, uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I wish I still had it because I think it would be a career advantage to, to hold on to my Irish bro, but unfortunately it's kind of gone away. Oh, yeah. what, what's the uh, language there? Is it, uh, is it Gaelic? Is that it? Yeah. Gaelic or Irish. Gaelic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had relatives that went over there one time and they brought me back this, uh, this wig I used to love. It had like the, the long red hair and it was like the, the golfer hat. I, I think it was really a Scottish uh-huh. hat, but like they got yeah, it in Ireland. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, um, and then they gave me a book on like how to learn the language over there. And um, back when, you know, now we use apps, but I was reading through mm-hmm. the book, like that was gonna, that was gonna help me really cool. It sounds like the early years of my education trying to learn the language. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, 
uh, I, I want to dive more into, so you gave us a good background on you, the company. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk a little bit about, you just, you recently raised, was it your series B? Yeah, our, our series B, we just raised um, a $50 million financing round led by Tiger Global uh, with participation also uh, from Menla Ventures. They were the two new investors and of course, um, all our existing institutional investors uh, invested again as well. Man, Tiger's been on a stretch of getting in with some good yeah. companies, huh? It's every day they're in the news for a new like yeah. healthcare uh, investment. You know, they're taking a different approach, which is, uh, I, th- I think, is, is shaking up a lot of the venture industry right now in a world where capital is abundant. Their, their model looks very attractive. Yeah, they're they're like yeah. the, they're ruling healthcare. When when you look at like they're a part of every every major deal that I'm seeing come out, right? It seems like they're either leading it or they're participating, and yeah. uh, it, it'll and be they're interesting. doubling down. So they're doubling down on their existing investments as well. Were, so, were they yeah. uh, an investor in the Series A? No, so, no. I actually first spoke to John John um, Curtius uh, from Tiger around our, our Series A, but not, nothing really came of it. Um, we just kind of kept in touch. So then when it came around to our series B, we already had some form of relationship. So it was actually really quick and easy uh, in terms of dealing with them. And that that's the reputation. So the Tiger's reputation is really built around, uh, they'll give good terms, they'll write clean term sheets, they will be good partners and that they're investing in you because they assume that you know what you're doing and that they don't want to be too involved with the day-to-day because reasonably speaking, uh, their, their hypothesis is that actually most CEOs and leadership teams don't want or need to have an over-indexing of investor um, oversight on top. Yeah, it's, it's more of like they're there when you, when you need that assistance. Yeah. But they're there to be the best capital partners you will ever have, but not to be your, your, co, your co-managers, which was actually why we were really excited to also bring in Menlo Ventures, who we've, we've gotten to know over time as well. And JP Sunday, they're one of the partners as well, because they've, their, their flexion fund is really about finding a certain type of company. But what I really liked about them was that they've built an incredible track record, both in vertical SaaS, we were a vertical SaaS company. They were software as a service selling into life sciences, but also they've got some incredible new gen um, life sciences companies uh, on board as well, uh, which, which you know, some of those are already our customers. So it's really great to have that tactical support in addition to the capital partner and Tiger. So I think we, we did inc- incredibly fortunate with the partners that we have. Interesting. Yeah. What, can, you, can you talk us through some of like, the, the use of proceeds, where, where some of that will go yeah. to? Sure. Uh, I think in today's world, product wins always, I think, is the one thing that you, you can't shy behind anymore. We've been doing a lot of work there, but our, our goal is, and the way we talk about it is, you're building this, what we call the trusted quality management platform, because I think that quality is actually actually like a synonym for the word trust. And the whole process of demonstrating your products are safe, they're effective, they work consistently, is about enabling the ecosystem of companies in the industry to be able to work together in a way they trust, for regulators to trust what you're doing is correctly. And of course, for us, getting a vaccine, as it might be right now, or getting your, whatever it is in the future, you want to trust that this is safe and effective and will work. And we see our job is to become the layer that delivers that trust. Um, so there's a lot of product work to do there, expanding beyond you know a lot of the things that, that we started with. Uh, outside of that, we're fortunate that there is just really enormous customer demand. Um, 
part of it is, is really just great timing because we're sitting at this intersection of two huge forces right right now and our job is to keep up with that demand and support those customers help them buy quality help support them onboard them etc and then that's where we're seeing first of all this transformation um, in an existing industry right where all the all the um, existing participants are, are going through this huge digital transformation project which is you might think a decade later than everybody else and you're right because in this industry again their their motto has been avoid doing the wrong thing at all costs so they move they move slowly so that's happening right now and that's taking off but the second side of that that gets me most excited is this explosive growth with this new type type of company jared where we're seeing you know computational biology software as a medical device and um, digital therapeutics we have these ai platforms that are are doing are reading medical image data at a high velocity and triaging that for healthcare professionals. So we're seeing this new breed of company that looks a lot more like the new breed of technology company that we've seen from the late nineties to now. But I think we're going to see that instead of across like 30 years, we're going to see that now across like this decade. And that's why I think the future of the industry is, and that's what makes us excited. And that's why when we have um, recent companies like recursion and therapeutics to just IPO and then like Ginkgo Bioworks and some of those, uh, they might call the bleeding edge of what's happening in life sciences when they're building on Qualio. That, that's incredibly exciting. You kind of led into, and I, you, you already kind of hit a few of the, the points that I was going to ask about, but um, so you don't have to go into full detail on this question, but you can answer yeah. parts of it. Um, can you talk us through like what your quality management technology, like why is it more important than ever for life sciences companies? Yeah. Sure. So we have this premise that it's the, the core goal of what we enable is teams to quickly launch and scale life-saving products. And in doing that, companies have to prove, right, the things to put in and on our bodies to you know, save, extend our lives, the medicines we use. Companies have to be able to prove that they're safe, effective, and work consistently. Right now, that is about a dozen key activities within a company, everything from internal issues, to the right people being trained, to critical docs and records, to product development uh, documentation. There's, there's like 12 key activities. And right now they're spread across dozens of different teams, different tools, different data sources. And it's almost impossible for people to actually understand what's going on in real time to adapt and make decisions or and make things work. So that's always been incredibly difficult to do. And I had that role um, in, in the past and I've seen that. But now we're in a world where companies are expecting to move at the velocity of a, of a high velocity software company and hitting these brick walls. So wait a second, we can release our software just to pick the software example, because I think it's the, the one that brings it to mind most acutely. We can only release every six months now. Like, how do we possibly build a world-class product when we can only push to production every six, every six months? Well, our job is to add a layer to that so that they can move uh, much, much quicker while still giving that, that promise. And that just, that's just be, by becoming this oversight layer by first of all, uniting all these different streams. Second of all, um, you know, providing a lot of insights. And then and third of all, helping them connect to all the other market participants that they depend on for all this work as well, because this is no longer all done within a single company, Jared. It's, it's like, um, even the biggest companies will tell you only about a third of their quality data is generated internally themselves. About two thirds of that data is from the might be the contract manufacturer, the contract research organization, the laboratory to depend on. And it's it, by enabling that to flow all into, into one like single place for analysis is, is, is really important. 
Thank you. Yeah, no, it's uh, certainly an ex exciting time for the life sciences space, what your company is doing to support them. Um, I'd like to quickly, as we kind of wrap up here, yeah, if you could talk through some of the things that obviously you have the round, you're uh, mm -hmm. investing in some of these key areas of your business to continue to expand. What, if you, if you could name a few things, what are you really excited about in terms of Qualio, let's say over the next uh, six to 12 months? Oh, next six to 12 months. Um, you can go farther out than that. Where, where too. To I begin. Know. Yeah, I can go yeah, further. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the bigger want. goal we have. Our bigger goal is, it's, it's our BHAG or that's our big carry audacious goal, I think is, is how you break it down, is, is to enable 100,000 teams uh, launch and scale life-saving products. We're, we're 0.25% of the way there today. So everything I think about is how we get further along the path. And across the next year, our job is to, you know, more than quadruple um, that, that number. So that's what gets me excited because every time we help with that, we're, I think we're adding, we're not only are we doing well as a business, but we're doing something meaningfully positive to the world as well. And I think that that's, it's nice to be able to do both. And we feel very fortunate for that. Yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah, you, you have a powerful why. The, the mission is strong. And uh, and now you guys are continued to, to be armed with the funds to continue to execute, uh, execute upon that vision. So uh, I'm, I'm super excited for you and the, the rest of the Qualio team. I thank you once again for being a guest and hopefully we can have you on again soon. Absolutely, Jared. A real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.